Other days it just ain't working The good, the bad, the right, the wrong And everything in between Yo, it's crazy, amazing We can turn our heart through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life, speak life Till the deadest, darkest night Speak life, speak life When the sun won't shine and you don't know why Look into the eyes of the broken Just fall apart. I do, I don't, I will, I won't. It's like I'm drowning in the deep. Well, it's crazy to imagine words from our lips as the arms of compassion. Mountains crumble with every syllable. Hope can live or die. Welcome everyone, this is Pastor Derek Fletcher coming to you with Yanni and Derek, Derek and Yanni with yes and amen, mentoring you, and so we've been uh, doing a series and this is like, I guess like part two of the series on discipleship, so we're building deeper disciples. So enjoy the lesson on today. Uh, on on today, I, I uh, I'm thankful. Yesterday I attended a conference, and it was a secular conference, but everything dealt with with discipline and discipleship and all those type of things. So definitely, discipleship for the Christian and discipline being disciplined is very important. And so enjoy the music here and then we'll get back to you again. We'll be sharing about discipleship. 
<coughs> in the area of spiritual discipline. Alright, so we'll we'll be back here in just a second. Some days life feels perfect. Go ahead and pray. Okay, uh, who needs who needs to pray that hasn't prayed? Who's gonna pray today? Do I got? Do I have a volunteer? Okay, Yanni, you're gonna pray today. Okay. Lord, thank you for all that you've done for us and all the world and God, we love you with all our and we just want to say thank you for all that you've done for us and we love you amen amen okay we're looking at the first and second timothy and titus and these are pastoral letters Letters of guidance and wisdom for the believer. And so today we, um, I, let's see here. We do have a, what we call a spiritual discipline exercise sheet. And I have two of them and I'll give one to Derek and one to Iani. And so today, we want to expose the students to what? To practices of spiritual discipline, disciples or disciplines, right? Spiritual disciplines uh, to move students to regularly practice spiritual disciplines. Also to have each student commit to practicing at least one of the disciplines for the next month. 
No, no, no. Leave him alone. He's back behind there. So first Timothy. Don't bother him, just let him go. First Timothy, unless you can catch him like real easy. First Timothy 4, 8, and 9 says, for physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things. So physical helps build up the physical, the physical. But godly is good for the physical and for the spiritual. It says holding, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Put him out. Put him out. Put him out now. Put him back in later. Just put him out and come on in. Hurry up. So physical training is of some value. It's it's a little value, but God, but godliness has value of all things. So it's that much. And so all things God, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Okay, and this is 1 Timothy 4, 9, and 8. Okay, uh, Derek, you read it, and then Yanni, you read it. You first, Derek, unmute your mic. We can't hear you. Unmute your mic. For physical training is of some value. I can't hear you, Derek. Unmute your mic. My mic is unmuted. I can hear him. You can hear him? Yeah. I can't hear him. Did you finish? No. Well, let's see. For physical training is of value. No way. Godliness has value for all things. I can't hear him, but um, you can. The present life Say something. and the life to come. This is oh, a trustworthy okay. saying that deserves full acceptance. All right, did he finish? Yes. Okay, let's do it. All right, what's the deal? Okay, no feedback. Okay, Yanni, you go. You read, Yanni. Uh, 
our physical training is as of some value, but godliness has value for all things. Holding promise for both of the present life and the life to become to come. This is truthworthy, trustworthy, saying that is as full of tense. What is it again? It's a what? Trustworthy saying? Trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Okay, full acceptance. All right, good. Guess you guys can hear me though. I don't know what the dealio is. Okay, we already prayed. So what comes to mind when you think of discipline, Derek? Well, usually when I think of discipline, we think about responsibility. You guys can still see on the screen. Did you finish? I can't hear it. Yeah, he's finished. He says it. He said it okay, makes him think here. about responsibility. Okay. Makes you think about responsibility, huh? Yeah. He said yeah. All right, cool. Gotta find out what the deal is here. I know why. Okay, what about training, Yanni? What what comes to mind when it comes to training? Uh, like working out or training for something you want to do, like training for a marathon. A marathon? Yeah. Yeah. Or just training for something like a race or track mm -hmm. or cross country. A race or for track. Okay. Or for cross country. Mm-hmm. Or for cross country. Yeah, it can be cross country if you think about it. Uh-huh. So, so why do you think these words often have negative associations? Discipline and training. Why do you think so, Derek? Well, usually discipline and training would mean like uh, like you got to work hard or you got to, if you want to be someone, you got to do work hard or play hard or something like that. Okay, okay. So what if I told you that you have to train your mind to think a different way? And so 
sometimes people don't like to think a different way, even if the different way will benefit them. What about you, Yanni? What do you think? Why do people associate discipline and training with negative associations? Because discipline is kind of like getting in trouble or getting a punishment. Um, not really. Um, that's one aspect of it. But there's other things. A, dis a disciple is a disciplined one who has discipline. And so when someone says, I need to discipline you, uh -oh. I don't know where it went. I'll look for it. I'm gonna discipline you. <coughs> it, it means I have to work with you to show you another side, right? I, I need to let your mind know that the behavior that you were practicing was not beneficial or it was an area that was not a responsible area. Okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. So today, did you hear me, Yanni? Mm -hmm. So today we're going to talk about spiritual discipline, which is really spiritual training training. Paul writes about it in all the pastoral lessons, first and second Timothy and Titus. It was important enough to talk to his disciples about it. And it's something we need to know about also. We need to know about it. That's why it's so important for Christians to attend church and to attend midweek Bible study and also Sunday school because it sets you up for training and awareness to become a better Christian and a better believer. You guys got me? Yes. Typically, People that don't attend like uh, Sunday service or Sunday school or midweek Saturday service. Yeah, or Saturday service or midweek service on a regular basis, right? You guys have children's church or training every Sunday, right? Um, and, and it's to help discipline you or train you, train you. Uh, in a certain way. All right, so here, I guess I'll read the first two and then nine to six. I guess I'll read the first three and then, oh, is it three, three, and three? One, two, three, one, two, three, one. Two, three. Okay, I'll read the first four, and then Derek, you read the next three. 
and Yanni, you read the next three, okay? Okay. Having nothing to do with godliness, and this is 1 Timothy 4, we're starting at 7. Having nothing to do with godless, godless myths and old wise tales. Rather train yourself to be godly. Right? right? Don't follow after your horoscope and um, different mystic things or there's other things out there. For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things. Holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. That is why we labor and strive because we have put our hope in the living God and is the savior of people and especially of those who believe. All right, you guys got that? Yes. All right. Okay, Derek, you're a go. On 11. Uh, hold on. I can't hear you guys. What you did can't. you say? Okay, now I can hear you. Number 11. Command and teach these things. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Until I came, devote, your, devote yourself to the public reading of scripture, to preaching, and to teaching. Okay. All right, Yanni. Next to yours. Do not neglect your gift. Can you hear it, Derek? No, I hear his mumbling. Okay. Okay, we he can't we can't hear you over the mic. Neglect your gift. Okay. When the body of the elders lay their hands on you, be diligent in these matters. Give yourself holy. Give yourself holy to them. Then shouldn't that be that has a W, Daddy? Give yourselves holy. Holy to them, so that you. Everyone may see their progress. Watch your life and watch your life and doctrine closely. Press, persevere. Persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Okay, okay, King, King, yeah, you can't hear me. Okay, so it says here, it says be diligent 
in these matters for yourselves wholly. It means for the overall good of your whole self to them. Give yourself wholly to them, right? The whole pie, not a slice of the pie, so that everyone may see your progress, right? And so God wants you to progress and he wants people to see you progress and grow in the things of God. And so, Derek, what does Paul say we have to do to do to be godly in verse seven? What do we have to do to be godly? We have to train ourselves to be godly. Okay, we have to train ourselves to be godly. Right? Bible study, prayer, meditation, um, attend regular service, right? We have regular service here. Right. Right? And so all those things help to set you up. What do you think it means that godliness has value for all things, Yanni. Godliness has value for all things. Uh, he says that you have to pray. For all things, godliness has value. Have nothing to do with godliness myths. Okay, don't have anything to do with it. But here it says, what does it mean godliness has value for all? And it says has nothing to do with old wise tales and fables, right? But it says that godliness is good for all well, some things are all things, right? All things. It is what? Eternal. Eternal. The things of God, they are eternal. The things of God. So what level of acceptance does this teaching require? What At what level? All right, is it all levels? Some levels, due diligence, perseverance, right? You got to accept all of it, the full acceptance, whatever it is that God has to grow you and to develop in you. It has to be a full acceptance. Not just some things, well, I don't agree with the scripture where it says be kind to your neighbor or uh, obey your mother and father. I don't believe that. I don't want to follow that. No, you have to follow everything. You have to pray. You have to read all things. It says Paul uses the phrase 
that deserves full acceptance only twice. All right, so we already read that. It says it's optional, but we read it. Okay. So 1 Timothy isn't the only letter in which spiritual discipline is included. Okay, let's read this. I'll read the first verse. Yanni, you read the next two, and then Derek, you read the last two. How about that? Okay. All right. First, uh, 2 Timothy 2, 22 through 26. It says, flee the evil desires of you and pursue righteousness. What's the evil desires of you? Think about it. Right? And pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. So it says out of those. So you have to surround yourself and be around people that are of the same heart and of the same mind. All right. Okay, Yanni, 23 and 24, please. Don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments. Because, you know, they produce quarrels. Quarrels. And the Lord's servants must not be quarrelsome, but must be kind to everyone, able to teach, no resentful. Not resentful. Okay, that's payback, right? Or always arguing. Okay, Derek. We can't hear you. You're muted. Oops, sorry. 25. Opponents must be gently instructed in the hope that God will grant them repentance, repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth, and that they will come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil, who has taken them cap captive to do his will. Okay, so, and that they will come to their senses and escape the trap of the devil. So if you're not in God, and you're doing your own thing, you're in a trap. You're ensnared by who? The devil. The devil, right? And so yeah. who has taken them what? Hostage. Ca hostage. Captain. Or captive, right? They are captive. Part of that is, right, there's a fixation with the gaming community. And I'm not saying, hey, don't play games. But there's a fixation. If you notice, you start to see uh, demonic symbols in certain games and uh, demonic things, right? All those things are within those games and are embedded within those games to further entrap you or to captivate you about the things of the devil. 
Well, God wants us to be encaptivated and mesmerized by his word, mesmerized and pulled in by discipleship so that we can grow, so that the full potential of who we are can be revealed. We can walk away from a situation and not argue or be quarrelsome. God will show us when an argument is about to start and, and we can just get up and walk away. Okay? And, and that's just one thing. All right. So what are some things Paul encourages Timothy to do in the passage? What does he tell him to do? What is he telling them to do? What about what about fleeing evil desires? Yeah. Okay. And what does he say? Go after what? Go after. Oh crap! It's safe. Hold on. What about righteousness, faith, love, and peace? Hold on, my text is blurry. Is it? It's blurry? Yeah. Did it come okay, back? Yeah, here we go. Yeah, it talks about his righteousness and faith. You're like that. Okay. And the lowest servants must not be what? Quarrelsome. Cool. Right? After fight or argue. All of those things. So are these things easy to do? Are they easy to do? No. Actually, yes, it is easy. But sometimes it can be hard. You can't resist. can be hard. Okay, Yanni. How might you have to discipline yourself to do them? What do you need to do? So what do you need to do? You need to train yourself. You need to train your mind. You need to get what God's word says. Do you read your Bible before you go to bed at night? Do you pray before you go to bed at night? Yes. Well, not the crazy thing, but I do read my Bible. Do Do you get up in the morning and pray? Father, thank you for waking me up. Thank you that you kept me safe. And then you might read a couple of scriptures or something or go through some meditations, right? Those things help you out, right? So how would you go about doing that? It says, how might you have a dis- have to discipline yourself to do this? So how would you go about it, Yanni? Moving toward being trained and being a disciple. Okay, we'll come back to you. We'll come back to you on that. So, Derek, what happens to people who don't do these things? What happens to them? 
they go into the devil's trap. Okay, they go and fall into the devil's traps. All right, you ready for that one, Yanni? No. No? Okay. So I will prepare myself um, for that one by learning to be a disciple and then doing those things that I learned uh, as, as a disciple one. So what happens to people? Okay, all right, Derek already did that one. So let's look at some more scripture passages, this time in Titus. Let's look at this one. So what does Titus say? For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age while we wait to the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior. Okay, Derek, read 14 and 15. Okay. Who gave himself? Who gave? I know. Hold on. again. I didn't say Jesus Christ. Okay, say Jesus Christ. All right, then here we go. Stop being blurry. Um, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people, a people that are very, that are his very own, eager to do what is good. These then are the things you should teach. Encourage and rebuke and rebuke um, with all authority. Do not okay. let anyone just despise you. Okay. So it says, these things are the things you should teach. Encourage. What does encourage mean? Persuade. Huh? Persuade. Persuade. Okay. What does rebuke mean? Thank you. Rebuke means to correct. Okay, what does rebuke mean, Yanni? Uh, what about correct? Rebuke, okay. encourage, and rebuke. What does rebuke mean, Derek? Correct. Huh? Correct. Correct, to correct someone. It said, do not let anyone despise you. Okay. So, Yanni. According to verse 11, what is our motivation in saying no to ungodliness? Why should we say no? Because if you don't, then you will not have self-control okay. and an upright and godly life. Okay, so. The okay. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all. Okay. All right, Derek. Um, number two, 
what does verse 12 suggest we should do instead? What, what should we do instead? We should encourage and rebuke with authority. Okay. All right. So we should also live uh, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives, right? Yeah. In this present age, which sometimes that can be a challenge. Okay, so what did Jesus do so that we could have, so that we could live for him? Yanni, what did Jesus do? He gave up his son for us. Oh, Jesus gave up his life for us. Jesus, God is Jesus's father. Oh. Right, is God, big G, and then Jesus, okay? Uh-huh. Jesus gave up his life for us. Okay, good, he gave up his life for us. Excuse me. Daddy! Okay, so we're gonna make this real. This isn't meant to be a guilt trip. Okay, so what we want to do is take a look at the discipline areas. And so I need you guys to make a commitment to do these, one of these. So choose which one you're going to do for the month. What about journaling? What about Bible study? You I'd guys can go back to Bible study. Huh? I'd love to go back to Bible study. Okay. What about we have a Bible study here every Wednesday? It's not the same as doing it at actual church, but it'll do. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll see, you know. We'll see. Yeah, it's not the same, you're right. Okay. Okay, what about journaling? Writing things in a journal. Can I get you guys to do that? Right. Do you have a journal? Huh? Yes. A daily right. journal about God and about your life and how you feel? What about that, Yanni? Okay. Okay. So, I mean, we're going to pick, we can do Bible study, but I want you to pick one, a personal one for you to do for yourself. Okay, prayer. Service to others, worship, confession. So which one are you guys going to do? Journaling? Number three. Journaling and prayer. I want to do Bible study. Okay. But whatever whatever you do in your solitude, I want you to write I'm it in your, in your journal. Got me? I don't have a journal. Uh, you're going to have one. We're going to get you one. All it is a com composition notebook. Okay? You can't look at it. Composition notebook. Okay. And, and so the one that you guys have to do, which is no option, what about praying? We already do that. Every day, each day for 15 minutes. All right, so let's pray. Today we talked about 
this discipline and teaching. These are things that you must do to change your direction that may seem to be working, but could be catastrophic. And you must be trained to be an efficient uh, discipline one or a discipleship. All right, Father, we thank you for the lesson on today. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your power, and your grace. Lead us and guide us and show us what we must do. All right, everyone, mute their mics. Mute their mics. Everyone, mute your mics at this time, please. Father, show us what we must do to be the appropriate disciples what type of training do, does it take to be victorious in the sight of the world system and before men and women on the earth? We know that you are watching us and you have angels recording our actions. And so, Father God, we want to walk after you. We want to seek your face. And we thank you for today. We thank you that we are disciples and that we are disciplined ones in the name of Jesus and that your word go forth to touch every heart, touch every mind. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Any questions? Okay, and I have these sheets for you to pass out to you. I don't know where they're at. They were here. All right, God bless you on today. Thank you for coming to visit with us, Pastor Derek uh, Fletcher, Derek and Iyani Fletcher, and yes, amen, Youth Church. And we thank you, Father. Uh, we thank you for coming out to see us, and God bless you on today.
Clap your hands and live. 